Welcome to episode 75 of Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. In old time. Just in old time? Old time? Yeah, do I have to explain everything to you every time I do one of these? <laughs> no, it's just that might be the shortest one in old time. Well, I'm assuming since there was a team called the Oldheim Ogres in second edition, there must be a land called Oldheim. That would make sense. And if you would have read all your old books and remember, memorized them, like you were a kid in junior high with no internet, right? you would know that. I was a kid in junior high with internet. Oh. So I had other things to take care of. <laughs> right. You you were waiting for pictures to download. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good old 9600 baud modems. <laughs> Welcome to Both Down, everybody. Hi. I am Scott Prime. I'm Steve. Kiloggy. There you go. Okay. You have many names. You're a man of many, many names. At least two. Right. What, what's your dad call you? Steve. No. What does your dad call you? Stevie. Oh, well, yeah. See? It's like Dad, Sis, and Vin that call me that. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, the triumvirate. Yeah. Of people in your life. Kind of. Yeah. All right, Stevie. So what are we going today? What are we going to talk about? Well, we're not even going to do chit-chat. You're out of it. I live with you, and I chat with you all the time. I don't want to chit-chat today. But the lovely people out there want to hear what we've been doing with Blood Bowl. They don't care. They want to hear about you and I recently had a match. That's why I don't want to talk about chit-chat. <laughs> but before we talk about my match, why don't we talk about your match with Bill Brasky? We don't need to talk about Bill any, fumble, Brasky. any fumble match. Steve just had a fumble match with the guy who's played... 13,000 games. And I don't think we're exaggerating. No, I think that's low end. In fumble. Yeah. I don't know what he does. Somebody's told me before, or at least their theory, and I can't remember what it was. And yes, I am out of it because Bill Brasky also not only does he win about 70% of the time, he plays games in like less than an hour. Yeah. So I laid down to take a little quick, quick, quick nap and Steve woke me up in like 30 minutes. Well, it doesn't help when I end up having four, no, five people for the second half. This was your, for everybody out there who's joining us for the first time, Steve plays in a fumble league called the NBFL. Only two more games to go, thank God. He loves it. Hate it. He's made a mistake of playing Norse. That is probably the biggest mistake. You can't play seven armor in that league. He can't. Um, he doesn't buy players anymore, which is the true sign of I'm just giving up. Pretty much. That's Going what, into the <laughs> next, next game with nine people and two journeymen. And you don't care. No, I was, I was, hoping, I was hoping to take just you know random journeymen or mercs or star players. Mm-hmm. I only got a hundred thousand from Bill. <laughs> he still beat you. Oh man, yeah, it was insane. Well, he must be a good player if you play that many games. Yeah, I would hope so. Right, Kyle, that'd be terrible. If he had our record and played that many games. Some people do. <laughs> They're just there for the fun of it. I guess so. We're playing stunty all the time. I guess so. So, what else were we going to talk about? Um, us playing in a league. Oh, so game. let's go ahead and let's see what kind of segments <laughs> we're doing today. Uh, Scott doesn't want me to mention that I obliterated his team. Oh, God. My Nurgle team, the Rotted Tooth, which has been pretty horrible this season, not hurting anybody, up against his new Washington Deadskins. Yeah. Uh, so I finished up the artwork of the um, Death Path game. 
So if anyone needs some custom artwork and wants to pay Scott's rates. Yeah. My rates are high. <laughs> I'm in demand. Um, thanks for the plug, though, Steve. Hey, you know. So I decided that I still had enough time to play a team, maybe four or five games, get into the – because, you know, our league is just the league. You play games. Everybody can make it to the playoffs, which is just a tournament. So I thought, I don't want to bring back the Pro Wells because I won't get the full – effect you know the full you'd have to rebuy and you'd be low on money right so you know only playing like four games there's no way i could rebuy all my players back for the next season so i was like fine i won't play them unless i can get a full experience of the full season with them so i didn't know what to take and steve suggested kimry and i was like sure that sounds fun <laughs> and you know i won a game i played a halfling team and won pretty controllable you know even though I gave a whole, whole bunch of inducements to it. And then I played Steve, and he destroyed me. My dice were on fire. I Big wanted, time. I wanted to walk across the table and just slap the shit out of him. Because his dice, I mean... I had seven casualties. Yes. And you regened one time. Yes. And you had three knockouts, too. Mm-hmm. And two of them never came back. No, they they were just like, we're not doing any of that again. <laughs> the game started off really awesome. Uh, Steve did something where I got to the ball carrier. I stripped the ball from the guy. I picked up blitz, the ball. Didn't you? Maybe. No. What, did I just double skull out? I think you double skulled out. All I know is after playing Nuffleween, and I'll tell more about that, but... It continued on as I played Steve, <laughs> and I didn't have any players on the field. So that was pretty awful. Yeah. I mean, like, I started the first half down two players before it ever became my turn. By turn two or three, you're down four people, I think. Yeah, it was really awesome. It was insane. But, yes, yeah, so we load, we we sat down. Steve's like, this team's terrible. I don't know why I'm playing them. I should start over. I I thought it might be tough, but I just didn't think I'd get my butt kicked. And he just threw the dice and double six broke armor. Double six broke armor. Double six broke armor. Now, double sixes I, everywhere for breaking armor. I was armor. using both down dice. So make sure to go to bothdown.com and go to our shop. You too can buy the weighted both down dice. The pair you were using that night was incredible. And I didn't share dice this time. It was infuriating me. Yeah, those those dice might go with me to every tournament in the future. <laughs> and he was doing this thing where he had to hit him off the back of this board and make clank, clank. It was so annoying. Yeah. It's not annoying when he doesn't get the rolls he needs. It's <laughs> annoying when he gets the rolls he needs. So, yes, I got my butt whooped. Only two nothing. I really think Steve could have beat me. No, I was feeding the ball to one guy. Three to nothing, if yeah. not four to nothing. But he was slow rolling it. And I was, like, playing with three guys. And I was like, okay, fine, I'll try. Try to dodge with this guy. And I <laughs> failed. A few times, though, I did get the ball. Yeah. I was running up the field when there was, like, three on, like, ten. <laughs> my it, team's like, yeah, we'll go get him, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but if... Just a couple bad dice rolls could have gave me a chance to tie that game. Easily. <laughs> but it never happened. And then after that, I played the Lizardman team in our league. And 
started off so promising, hack and slash, injured a guy. Yeah. And then it went downhill from there. <laughs> and so for two games with Kimry, I'm one out of nine on G- regen rolls. And you got really sick in real life. Oh, yeah. That was, that was pretty awesome. So you failed that one, too. I think I got the plague from Dustin, who had the plague. Oh, yeah. Then he came up to Nuffaleen. And then I was hugging the toilet, throwing up. And it was pretty bad, actually. That is for, no good. It was like a two-day flu or something. But Bless you, doggo. <laughs> um, so... We are dog-sitting Scott's mom's dog. Is she growling at you? She's growling at me while she's putting her paws up on my leg trying to get attention. Oh, my! this dog, if anybody out there would just love an animal, I wish I could give this to you. <laughs> it's not getting there in time, but this animal is like having a toddler that wants to crawl in your mouth and always have attention. Pretty much, yeah. I've never seen an animal just want attention. attention. It will rape your hand. Yes, it will force you to pet it. If you're not going to pet it, it will make sure it digs into your side and then crawls underneath your arm so you are forcefully petting it. Right. And it would like nothing better but for you to sleep all day and it's to sleep right next to you because it's an old lady dog. It really is. That's all it wants to do. It's terrible. I guess it's happy. Is it? I don't know. I don't even know if it knows. No, I mean, it's a dog. Every time I think about getting the girls a pet for Christmas, <laughs> my mom wants me to watch this dog, and I'm about two hours in, I go, nope. Not to mention we'd have to completely redo the back fence. Yeah, well. Anyways, any other Blood Bowl talk for you, my friend? Blah, 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 blah. No, maybe. Hmm. Don't think so. You know, what's interesting is today I made the mistake of giving... Somebody asked for maybe some advice on the Blood Bowl committee or community. community. Yeah. And I gave some advice <laughs> and I guess I didn't give the answer they wanted. So they wanted to argue with me about it. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'm just not going to say anything. Yeah. I tend not to reply to most things. Someone was complaining about the throw being out of order. You roll for interception before you roll throwing. And they're like, that just doesn't make any sense. Sure, I get that. But and people were It's a game thing. Not well, a what yeah. happens in real life. Right. What some people were saying that way interceptions happen more often, which I don't know if that's really the case. No. I'm pretty sure the reason that happens is if it didn't, then if you threw and it got intercepted, you're going to try to fumble the pass and then it becomes a whole magic the gathering type of situation of well, that only happens because I had a successful pass, and I'm going to try to re-roll. Someone did make a good point, though, of better passers would be intercepted more often then. Because they're not going to fumble as much. Okay. But But that's way. what it's for. I mean... Yeah. It's it just, just odd. The dice rolls are out of sequence in logic terms, but how else are you going to do it? Well, they want people to roll the pass first, and then if it goes to that guy, then see if you can catch it. Because of the fumble mechanic, and yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Well, if I knew that was going to be intercepted, I'd roll the pass. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And that's why we don't interact with people on Facebook. It's <laughs> no, not true. I do. It's just funny that these people today that I was talking to, rather 
cut their cards down, then wait for the Blood Bowl sleeves that are going to come Are you come sure they meant the cards and not cut the sleeves that they buy? I don't know. Okay. I mean, whatever. Either way. I I hope you're right. I hope it's the sleeves that and would make not more the sense. cards. But Blood Bowl sleeves for your cards are coming out, folks. At least see what GW offers first and then decide if they're too expensive or not. Right. They're going to come out soon. We saw pictures. That GW is making a ton of games. This new Shade Spear is coming out or has came out and it's like you have little gangs and you have cards and stuff to play. They're not stupid. They no. know if they don't make card sleeves, somebody else will. So That's they're going to make some. Make. And yes, they're probably going to be a dollar more than ones made by, you know, Ultra Pro. Mm-hmm. But they're still sleeves. It'll be worth it. Yeah. So just relax. I think they're waiting on that stuff to reveal until they get more information on that secret project they're doing that certain someone was talking about. Mm, our insider stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we kidnapped a goblin. We know everything. Yep. We can't. We're not allowed to talk about it though. No, but it should be pretty cool. All right. Enough banter and small talk. Are you happy? We could have already been through the first segment by now, but you wanted some small talk. Yeah. Fine. Steve People just don't want, like it. They can fast forward. Steve just wants to talk to me. He won't admit that to all you folks. I don't want to talk to anybody. It's about to be a Thanksgiving here in the United States, and he knows he needs somebody to cuddle with. I'm going to Texas. Oh, he's going to go pay somebody to cuddle with him. <laughs> no. I just get free turkey. Free turkey. That's nice. Okay. So we want to talk about what we're covering then? Sure. This is going to be a tournament-heavy themed uh podcast theme wise yes um first segment we are going to talk about some tournament fluff from the books primarily the blood bowl handbook what tail end third edition yeah i would say probably around 2003 i think so and then in the second segment we're gonna cover nuffleween six which we just did uh just a week ago here in Norman, Oklahoma. And then um, for the third segment, we will talk about past and future tournaments and what all that means. By the way, episode 75. That's a pretty decent anniversary. That is big. If this was in comic books, this would be a double-sized issue. If this was the 90s in comic books, double-sized, platinum cover, hollow cover. Oh, yeah. In bag with a trading card. Right. Embossed. I should say, if this was now, this would be like number 36 Let's see, we'd be of our like third edition of the comic book being out. And then they would renumber this to number 75 because there's been 75 total over all the years. Right. But then, since this is numbered 75, they would then include all the special issues that we did. And then when we oh, come yeah, up on episode sure. 100 in like five issues... Then they, oh, now it's episode 100. Right. Yeah. Just like Marvel does all the time. So, comic books. Yay. (laughs) Good stuff. All right. We will take a quick time out, let you go get you a nice, cool drink, or maybe um, finish what you're doing in the bathroom, and then uh, we'll get on to uh, the next segment.
Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum, your premier source for comics and games in Norman, Oklahoma. Check them out online at wizardsnorman.com. Okay, hopefully you're done in the bathroom. I guess whatever Scott was implying. I don't want to really ask. Some people poo and listen to our episode. I think most people poo. Well, yeah, in general. Okay. I hope so. I would hope so, too. There might be some uh, some grays that don't listen. I mean, that do listen, <laughs> that don't poo. If you're an alien and you listen to this podcast, please let us know. It's possible. We'll let you into the next tournament for free. That that one science guy who's in a wheelchair says aliens are going to get us. Stephen Hawking? I thought he was complaining about um, AI. That, too. Every okay. time he talks nowadays, he's like, everything's going to kill us. I was really waiting for the robot voice. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> he's like, wait for that it. That dude is way <laughs> smarter than me. He's um, he's Metron, dude. He is Metron. And if you know who Metron is from the comics, you're going to know what I'm talking about. It's pretty bad. Dude's brilliant, though. Metron could be in the Justice League movie. Mm, I guess in a week we'll find out. Yeah. Okay, so this segment we're going to be talking about the tournaments in the fluff. Yay! So, so and to I, make this interesting. Yeah, Steve told me not to do anything, and he's got the book in his hand, and he won't let me have my book. So I'm I don't know what be, that means. I'm going to be quizzing you. Oh, this is called Steve Wants to Make Me Look Bad. Since, or good. <laughs> if I, Yeah, good. Like, I've read these in a while. Well. And then you can tell everybody, see, Scott doesn't know much about the fluff. He, he, he whines about it. But. When people complain and they bring up, you know, well, you missed this white dwarf where so-and-so said such-and-such. Well, believe it or not, there was a point in junior high where I was like, I'm not going to pay three or four bucks just to get two pages of Blood Bowl article. I feel that now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think I picked up the first white dwarf that had Blood Bowl in it, and I'm like, oh, well, that was cool. No, I'm kind of done with this. <laughs> right. Hey, so first off, let's talk about the major tournaments. Yes. How many are there? The major tournaments in the fluff, correct? Correct. There is the Dungeon Bowl. Okay. Is that correct? Yes. There is the Spike Magazine Trophy. Yeah. It's also known as the Spike Open. Okay. Wasn't it at one time the Spike Magazine? Yeah. Okay. This is the... Sure. And then there's the Chaos Cup. Of course. And then there is the Blood Bowl Championship, otherwise known as the NAF Championship. Well, in real life now, yes. Right, in real life. Okay. Is that correct? Yes. Ooh. Okay, so if we're talking real, real life, where is each one located? The actual tournament. In real life? Yes. Uh, Spike Magazine is in Canada. Okay. That is their major. Uh, Dungeon Bowl is in Germany. Yep. That is their major. Okay. England. Duh. We know. England is the NAF championship or the yeah. Blood Bowl. And then so. Chicago is Chaos Cup. Yeah, I'll say that's pretty easy. Now, Would you have got that? Yeah. Okay. It's not written in the book, so. <laughs> well, of course <laughs> not. So now each major had a sponsor. <laughs> Okay. Who sponsored the Blood Bowl? That would be Bloodweiser. Correct. And Spike Open? 
which is spiky, which is a pun for Nike. Spike Magazine. Spike Magazine, yes. Um, Chaos Cup open? Chaos Cup sponsor. Ooh. Ooh. We'll go back to this one. Okay. And Dungeon Bowl. This was uh, the Colleges of Magic. Yes, it is. Chaos Cup. Yeah. I didn't know this one either. Um, well, there's in the fluff, it talks about the trophy coming alive. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to... Is it Orchidus? It is. It is Orchidus. Orchidus or whatever? Yeah. Which is the pun on Adidas shoes. Mm-hmm. So let's keep with that. Okay. Uh, you did say the Chaos Cup, and it's technically the Chaos Cup Open is the tournament. The cup is what you win. What was the original name for it? The White, Scu- White Skull Challenge Cup? Exactly. Ooh. And it was played for by eight top teams from the... Um, oh, Lord. I'm trying to think of the, this is asking the divisions. Um, I think it's the what was considered the AFC. Correct. So if I remember right, in the old fluff of second edition, there was the four divisions. Everybody who won their division goes on to the Blood Bowl, and then yes, the next eight teams or whatever. By the eight top teams from the AFC, while the conference winners were away competing in the Blood Bowl. Right, and I, if I if I remember right, and this might be one of your questions, Spike, the Spike magazine's the one for the other side, uh-huh. or at least that's what we assumed. It might never have actually officially said that. You know, it doesn't. Don't think it says that. I think we just assumed that's what it did, but I think maybe that's what because we wanted everything to balance. It makes more sense that way. Right. All right. Well, so far, I don't look like a total idiot. No. Now, there are two other tournaments that are mentioned in the fluff under other tournaments. Can you name them? Oh, Oklahoma Bowl. No. Um, <laughs> It'd be freaky if it was. Oh, boy. I'm gonna. S- <laughs> um, it's gotta be elf related, but like, um, I'm seeing a word that starts with an M, and it's, I can't pronounce it. Like a mithril, mithril, mithril. No, no, that's the spike. Oh, okay. The original. Uh, I don't really know. Okay. I, I, I'm no. So f- straight from the fluff. Two examples of typical minor tournaments are the Far Albion Tournament and the Goblin Tribal League. Okay, I wouldn't have got either one of those. The Far Albion Tournament is one of the more important minor tournaments. It is held on the distant island of Albion, northwest of the Old World, across the Sea of Claws. And it was the FA Cup, which I think is a play on the British soccer one. Probably so. And then the Goblin Tribal League. What's it called again? Far Albion. I wonder if that's kind of a play on like the Barclays. Championship? Yeah. Could be. I don't know, maybe. I don't Somebody know. from England. 
if you listen, because I know you have like 17 podcasts now <laughs> in your uh, in your country, so you might not listen to us anymore. Okay, so let's go back. And what was the other one? Stunty League? Uh, a Goblin, Goblin Tribal, Tribal League. League. Okay. Yeah, and it was all goblins. Hmm, that's interesting. And there was no, on that one in the fluff, mm-hmm. there's no trophy and there's no prize money because you can't keep two teams, of go- all these teams of goblins with a trophy and prize money without it all being stolen. I gotcha. Makes sense. So, the Blood Bowl, if you win, what do you get? Oh, come on, dude. You get, um... <laughs> you're talking about in the book. Yeah. How much How much gold? Um... 250 gold pieces. 350. To the winner. How much to the loser? Uh, 150. There you go. It does add up to 500. So the Mithril <laughs> Spike Trophy for the Spike Open. Mm-hmm. How much do you get for winning that? You get the sponsorship of Spikey instead, which gives you um, <laughs> one D3 of winnings per game. Uh, let me double check. You do actually get money, though. No, the... So you get 200 for winning and 100 for losing, or okay. running the runner-up. Mm-hmm. The team's fan factor in, is increased by a number of points equal to the roll of a dice. Hmm. The increase is permanent even after they have to hang in the trophy back. That's interesting. So you could get just one fan factor, or six. It doesn't say what size die. Oh. I would assume it's a D6. Yes. I think it's one of those weird like D17s that Tom Anders sells. <laughs> <laughs> I got 17 plus to my magic or to my fans. All right. Give me some more questions that I'm not going to get the right answers on. Hey, well, the Chaos Cup uh, says you get 350, but the amount of prize money awarded to each team varies depending on the whim of the sponsors. Plus, the winning team gets a mutation. One player from the team gets a mutation. And in addition to the prize money for the Dungeon Bowl, what do you get? You get the, you get a wizard every game. Correct. Yay. How many colleges of magic are there? There is 12. No, it says 10. Oh, there, okay. Dang it. Way to go. Trying to see what else there is. <laughs> I should have said 10. But I thought, no, I think it's just like exactly like the clock. 12 hours. But no. I kind of, you know, I get an itch to play Dungeon Bowl every now and then, like in the dungeon. Yeah. But, it'd be fun. But, but then. It's just, I don't know. It's an entirely different game. Right. Like, I want to really love it. We did have one guy, speaking of Dungeon Bowl, mm-hmm. John, John Peterson sent us an email showing off his Dungeon Bowl pitch that he's making out of Hearst Molds. Yeah. Looks really nice. Yeah. It's, it's pretty incredible. So, I think I think that would add to it. If we had like a dungeon. Yeah. And then you play Dungeon Bowl, I think that'd be really awesome. All right. What else you got for me there, buddy? I think that's pretty much it. But trying to find out. There's some other little... 
little cool stuff, but nothing major. I don't know. So there's probably other tournaments mentioned in the fluff. I can't think of any offhand. Well, I think with the... I mean, back in second edition, they talked about all these other... There was the big league, and then in third edition, you talked about all these other leagues. You know, how everything broke up and stuff. So there was... Right. I don't know. I always think of it as... um, Yeah, and here in America, we have American football, and then you have arena football, Mm -hmm. you have college football, and you have high school football. That's how kind of I think it. Or even as in all the different baseball leagues, you got the majors and then the minors and then all the different divisions and stuff. I mean, in some of the third edition books, they even talked about um, different, like a dwarf league, where it had different styles of dwarf teams that had, you know, one had maybe more... I can't remember if it had more troll slayers on it. Okay. While other ones had more runners and stuff like this. So they had different styles of dwarf teams. Mm-hmm. And if I remember correctly, they actually referred to that as a as a stunty league because they're short and stunty. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Nowadays, we think of stunty as the little goblins mm-hmm. and snotlings and halflings. Yeah, I was looking in the book. I'll, I'll dig that up sometime and in the future we can do a, a thing on that. That'd be cool. I was looking in the book, and that was back when goblin teams were just goblins. Sixteen goblins. That's and insane. They suck. Oh, they were they were really horrible back then. Not even any secret weapons or anything. No, the good old days, back <laughs> when you know you didn't have to worry about your secret weapons all getting knocked off the field. Yeah. Although we didn't have to worry about that in second edition, from what I remember. I'm sure there was secret weapons or something like that, but I don't remember. I'm pretty sure they just let you do whatever you want back then. We did do a lot of whatever you wanted. <laughs> I mean, the fact that Cause every team could, could chainsaw. chainsaw was pretty freaking awesome. Here comes the loony. Yeah. Halfling loonies, my friends. The best loonies there can be. It just makes no sense. What do you mean? Halflings can hold chainsaws? Can they? Terrence the loon was an amazing halfling <laughs> that killed a lot of people. Chainsaws just aren't as good as they used to be. <laughs> no, not not in second edition, because you just compared agilities. Yeah, and then if you hit, and then you consulted your dice blocking table, which was out of two d six. So a halfling on a treeman had plus three for a chainsaw to see if they hit him, and yeah. then you rolled your armor and stuff like that. So trust me, the game is better. I fully Even that. with the new rule changes, the rules are better than they ever were. But the memories, those aren't the, <laughs> those haven't been replaced. I wonder if they'll add a tournament any time in the future. For the majors, or if they just stay with the. You're talking about in the real world. With the fluff. In the fluff, like make a big. No, because the NEF there are other majors. Right, CanCon and um, is it CanCon or Eucalyptus Bowl? Was it both? It might be both are considered for like NAF rankings yeah. and stuff. No, that would be interesting. Um, we haven't got anything like that yet in the fluff, but there's lot, a lot more books to be come out, you know? Yeah. Might have been some, because the comic book they were going after, the chaos. No, they were going after the Blood Bowl, weren't they? Mm-hmm. And the books, I can't remember. It's been too long. But... Oh. All right. 
Still something. Well, I'm glad I, I got most of the questions correct. Yes, you did. Until you got all those stupid little details. Well, you know, that's the fun part. See, maybe the, maybe the Chaos Cup, instead of giving a mutation to just two players on the sixth round, maybe in the championship game only, they should put a little Chaos Cup there with all these little tentacles, and <laughs> he can come alive and has a special kickoff table, and he can play for the team. I have a feeling a lot of people would be upset by that. <laughs> can you imagine that? Working your butt off to there and having some crazy different game played for the championship? That's what they do in Dungeon Bowl. I know. I was waiting for you to say that. Oh, okay. Boom. There we go. I know. It's hard to say who is the the better man if you, your final game was the Dungeon Bowl. Yeah. It was like back in Heroclix when we would, when they changed the pre-releases. Mm-hmm. When you went, you made your team out of your boxes, but then if you got to the finals or whatever, you played whatever team you brought. Right. It was like, was, I hate that. Yeah. Well, that was kind of dick, ridiculous, but yeah. I... <laughs> I can just imagine dominating the whole field in Dungeon Bowl and then like, okay, we're going to go to this. And if you weren't familiar, you're like, what the hell? <laughs> you lose in like two turns. <laughs> I'm going to go to my first uh, treasure. Oh, teleport, wanna... walk. Oh, it is. Okay. Hand off, teleport. I'm sure the change. guys in the final probably played Dungeon Bowl better than we would. Oh, yeah. So the game probably lasts longer than two turns. It's also Dungeon Bowl. So it could just end in two turns no matter what. <laughs> No matter how good of a player you are. I kind of want to play some Dungeon Bowl now. I'll, well, maybe I'll, it's a new store. We'll have a table that we can set up. Well, maybe so. All right. Speaking of, I think we should take a break and talk about the final tournament in the old store. Okay. We All can right. do that. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. We're back to talk about Nuffleween 6, Nuffle Lives. Nuffle Lives. So we ended up having, what, 16 people? 16 people, my friend. Including me. That's right. I had to play. Um, I, see, but you like playing. I do. Did hmm. anybody back out? Yes. So our golden rule of somebody's always going to back out. Oh, yeah, happened. we did. Yep, we But did. only one. Only one. A little less than 10%. We had a couple of possible... No, we had two. We had two pack out. Okay. Well, then... But one go. didn't actually sign up. Okay. And then we had a couple of people that might have sort of could have come, but See, didn't. it's always better if they sign up and pay and then back out. Yeah. Than if they just back out. Yeah, I want the money. It was really weird. Mark Teach didn't come. Him and Jason Eads. Yeah. We didn't do a message them. Home. See how they're doing. Maybe they didn't even know about it possible i mean it's mark yeah it's highly possible <laughs> <Not joking. laughs> um, um did we go over what teams we took no i, I don't i don't think so because i made mine like the night before yeah you did for sure i Cause... took the black pyramid plunderers and they were kemry with ram tut the ever living it was basically a a a, a lame thundercats a mumra themed Right. With the boar spirit and crocodile. It's not both that approved. I don't care. Steve approved. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's anything. all that matters. Yeah, so I had, since I took Ram Tut, I couldn't afford any re-rolls and decided to take leader. And that gives me one. This should be enough. Then three guard on Tomb Guardians, a Mighty Blow on a Tomb Guardian, 
block on my throw raw, and dirty player on a skeleton. Nice. And then first round, I lost my leader before <laughs> the game. <laughs> so I played a whole tournament with no rerolls. That's pretty awesome. It was not awesome. So if you haven't listened to an episode before, this is the tournament where you start with 150k. Every round you are going to lose a skill. You might lose it randomly by winning or tying the previous game. And um, if you lose, you can select which skill to lose. But before the first round, everybody loses one at random. Right. It's like everybody's on equal footing, so you kind of tied. Yep. So you lose one. You lost leader. Yeah, you know, the only important one. <laughs> Anything well, else? Whatever. That one? Mm, big. Well, at least you got out of the way early. Sure did. <laughs> uh, I took a human team. I um, played with, I believe it was four human, <laughs> four humans, four human blitzers, a thrower, some linemen, and I played with humorous carpal, like the skeleton, I guess, catcher is how he's always depicted in the artwork. Right. The unofficial artwork, I should say, because he's a skeleton with no thick skull. And then I took Jay Earlice, which is a pun on Jerry Rice. The X forty nine er still Raiders. took me so long to realize that. Me too, and I hate to admit that <laughs> he's like a ghoul with catch and sprint and stuff, and he's really fast. So, eight movement, eight movement, big deal. Yes. Uh, as for skills, I took a couple wrestles on some linemen, a block on the thrower. I think I took two guards, a frenzy, and a tackle, if I remember correctly. Sounds right. And I can't tell you what I lost at first. I think I lost the block. Oh, I did. I lost the block on the thrower. Which is probably the best thing you could lose. Yeah. I was actually fine with that. Yeah. So um, we just want to go round by round. Sure. So uh, first round I played Joe Smith. He had an underworld team. Um, I can't really honestly remember what skills he had. All I know is... There was a lot of situations where I would roll the dice, you know, both down skull, and I'd go, fine, I don't want to waste a reroll, and I'd take the, the both down, and he would injure me from my own dice. <laughs> and this continued to play out, and I got my butt kicked, and I gave an underworld team five casualties. <laughs> I played most of the game down. It was like seven... <laughs> On 11, I did no injuries to him. I scored on some BS at the very, very last play of the game, or last two plays of the game, where I had to roll a ton of dice, and somehow I got them all, and I lost 3-1. to one. I really don't get how you have such bad luck keeping people on the field. I'm going to start keeping track of it. You should, because it is so bad. So, so bad. So the difference is, is when you have at least elves... You get hurt all the time, and you expect to get yeah. hurt all the time, and you still have speed agility. and four agility. Yep. Humans, you don't. No, three elves, you can do pretty much anything. Three humans, you ain't got a team. I, I, I don't know what to say, except I just got my butt kicked, so I don't even... Joe might tell you different, but I don't even know if I played bad. I just just happened, and that's how some games go, I mean... 
Right. So. My round one, I played Brownstone, Michael Lewis. He ended up getting there a little late. So he and I started late, and we still finished early. Uh, he's played in, he's playing Undead, and he had Block on a Mummy, Block on a Ghoul, Mighty Blow on two Whites, Wrestle on a Ghoul, and Sure Hands on a Ghoul. Look at you. I couldn't hurt him to save my life. Like, <laughs> he just, he beat me two to nothing. It wasn't really anything special. Hmm. He just position-wise could take me um, seven armor on skeletons. They go down pretty easy. I did learn to really love uh, Ram Tut's break tackle and five strength, though. Because there's a couple times he caged up and... I mean, it's six strength. Yeah, six strength. Mm -hmm. Sorry. There's a couple times he caged up and... I dodged into the tackle zone, into three tackle zones to get a hit on the ball carrier and ended up pushing him. It's just like, damn it. Okay. Um, round two, we had a both down showdown. Both down showdown. Uh, I played Steve. Uh, I, I scored fairly quickly, I think, because you were beating me up. Yeah. You wanted Steve to make was sure. beating me up really bad and then his kickoff table came back to haunt him and i got to like crawl underneath the ball when i kicked off to you oh yeah yeah you got the i had the blitz kickoff basically so i had it set to where on 10 instead of blitzing your whole team you can only blitz one person and then on four instead of being a perfect defense you got to move one person on the offense. On the offense. And you were supposed to, you know, blitz somebody and hit them. That was the idea. Nobody did that. They right. just moved him downfield and got a one-turn touchdown. Right. So, yeah. So there was a little error maybe in the... Um... That one sucked. <laughs> so I caught the, my own kickoff. I think Steve missed the the tackle. I scored. It was 2 nothing at halftime. Yeah. Steve was destroying me once again with armor. I think I ended up getting the machete in that one. <sighs> Maybe. Not that it came into hand handy with you. Oh, I got a machete too, but I gave it to my guy on the bench. You got two machetes, didn't you? Um, no. Or that, no, that was um, someone else I played. It was either it was Joe Roberts, I think. Someone got two machetes. Somebody did. Yeah. Um anyways, I think I won two nothing. You did. You did. Steve got a lot of casualties from me. I got yeah. some. I don't think I got that many. Oh, well, I'll, I'll tell you about the casualty sum up against me. Okay. Very soon. Uh, round three. We took a little lunch. You got some Thai food. Yeah. Ended up being mostly breading. I don't even know what I did. I think my girl brought me something, but I can't remember what it was. I don't know. guess it doesn't matter. Nothing too exciting. Oh, me and Michael went over and got Pepe's. That's what we did. Uh, we sat with Tim Hart and uh, with Oliver. So it still wasn't too exciting. Yeah. I mean, those guys are kind of stick-in-the-mud, boring <laughs> Blood Bowl players that are always win tournaments. Stupid good players. <laughs> they don't know how to have fun. Uh, round three kicked off. Um, I played Tim Har and his Dark Elves. Um. He had some really bad dice rolls, and it's kind of funny because, like, you know, 
I'm known as the guy who, oh, look at Scott. He's all butthurt. Things aren't going his way. It's, I, th- I think it's kind of funny when that happens to other people, too. And mm-hmm. they don't really say anything. <laughs> like, it's not so funny when it happens to them. I think I'm just maybe more animated about it. So it, that's why people tease me. But I could see that. Anyways, he had some bad some bad dice rolls. I went up one nothing. Second half, um, I injured some of his guys. First half, surprisingly. And then the casualties started pouring in. And eventually it was like six guys versus his ten or nine. On, and eventually he scored. And I don't know. I almost think it was a mistake. I think if he would have scored a, a couple plays sooner, he might have. Ha- he definitely had the numbers. But that might have gave me an extra player or two to try to score. Yeah. So maybe that's what he was. Maybe he was trying to make sure he got the tie for sure. And then if he got some breaks on the kickoff and stuff, he could have still won. I don't know. He had the numbers. Um, we lined up, I think. I only had six guys for like the final two plays. And I was like <laughs> in a position where I caged up in the very corner of the end zone. It was like, you're going to have to do something crazy to get to the ball carrier. And he, he did try. Right. And then I actually had a long shot. I think I believe it was raining. I had a long shot where I went up and I handed off the ball, and then Jay Erlice ran up the field. And I had one guy that was going to have to catch it in the tackle zone and then dodge through a tackle zone and then dodge again to go in for the touchdown. And, of course, I I didn't catch the ball. But <laughs> well, I had a chance. So uh, we tied one-to-one. Tim's a great coach, so I'm very happy with a one-to-one tie. Sure. And trying not to look at these as losses and, like, I didn't lose. Yeah. Instead of I lost because I got a tie, so so at this point I'm one one and one. Well, uh, on my third round, I went up against Rod from our local league, and he was playing halflings. He's got block on two tree men and dirty player on a halfling at this point, and I wasn't really hurting him by blocks, but my freaking machete was cutting through those halflings. So why don't you tell everybody about the machete? The machete basically allows you to stab with a plus one to armor or injury. Yeah. So his six armor became five armor, and every round or every turn, I was just blitzing, stabbing, get rid of somebody. Blitz, stab, get rid of them. Right. That's pretty incredible. It was pretty nice. I only ended up winning one to nothing, though. Hmm. But I stabbed a lot of freaking halflings. Yeah, a win's a win, right? Yep. Uh, so then we went into round four. So uh, I played a guy named Chris Stevens, who I guess plays a lot online. He plays online. I actually found him when I was streaming one time playing Fumble. Not Fumble. Really nice guy. This was too. his very first NAF sanctioned tournament. Yeah, he's really nice. Uh, yeah, awesome dude. Um, he was playing dwarves, which I wasn't too happy to see. But, yeah, we'll see what happens. And then uh, we played. Um, he had a dwarf team, I think, that had three or four rerolls, which was like, oh, my gosh. Well, dwarves are so cheap. But there was a few times where dice went, you know, my, in my favor and stuff. So, long story short, I won two to nothing. Um we we kind of sp- we played basically the second, I'd say the last ten plays of the game. We had to play 
with um what what do you play online is it two minute turns yeah yeah we played two minute turns oh yeah he was needing to leave early he was needing to leave he's like i have to go at this time and i was like we can speed this up and so we just decided to do it and i said four minute turns and he's <laughs> like well online they do two minutes and we might have went, split the difference we might have went three minutes i can't remember Probably. but it goes by he's like man this thing goes a lot by quicker and i was like well we're rolling the dice and everything else so well also on the computer it stops the clock when you're rolling dice when you're picking dice when you're moving all I got of that you. i got you so we we must have did three minute turns but <laughs> we set the alarm and everything i was like go 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 and then when the thing rang we both agreed that yeah. we just stopped and it made you really in some ways it was super stressful but it was also kind of fun because you really prioritized well no matter what, I want to make sure I move up field mm-hmm. and I want to hit this one guy. So I got to do all those things first, you know, and it was very interesting. Um, I was getting very annoyed because I didn't know you guys were doing that. I thought someone's <laughs> alarm would just kept going off and it was bugging the crap out of me. I should have told everybody what we were doing. It's so just nobody... like beep, beep, beep. beep. <laughs> and it's the same alarm that I have on my phone when I have to wake up in the morning. He's like, what's who's, going on? Whose damn alarm is that? Turn it off. <laughs> Good stuff. So uh, two nothing, and at this point, I was very happy with my day, even though the day started off so bad. And so I kind of rebounded with the humans and going two wins, one tie, and one loss for the day. Though that's not bad. I had fifteen casualties against me. <laughs> yes. Now hold on a second. It gets uh, a little. Oh, I know. I was there. I had zero casualties against me in game four. So that means I averaged in games one, two, and three, five casualties against me. And I think you only caused like four? I caused two Two? the whole day. Yeah, that's not right. And I know I'm playing humans. I get that. I took the most casualties in a four-game tournament out of all the teams. And there was three halfling teams there. (sighs) Yeah, it's not right. And then I turn around, and as you heard at the in the beginning, I play Steve, and I play Tony in our league game, and it got no better. <laughs> no. Seven casualties against the one, five against the other. Yay, me. Yes. Yeah, so in my last good. five games, I've had like 27 casualties against me. But to be fair, if you take out one of those games, it's 27 casualties against you. <laughs> right. The average goes way up. It's, it's almost seven casualties per game if I take out that game against the dwarves. So my final game, I played a Necro team coached by Andy Monica from the Pflugerville area of Austin. That was correct. Good job. Okay. Because that's such a weird word. Pflugerville? It's just spelled weird. It has yeah. F's and P's, P's and, and F's. L's. It's weird. Anyways, um, not much to say. He was destroying me. It, <laughs> it wasn't pretty. It got to the point where I was having to do crazy stuff. And it was a ton of fun, though, because he was getting rid of my skeletons and no re-rolls. And I think he got rid of my throw raw. So it came down to me having to dodge with mummies to try to pick up balls to throw to catch when I throw to another mummy. That doesn't sound like fun. You know, when you realize you're not going to win, and it's just, okay, well, I'm going to break away with Ram Tut for the, the blitz into three tackle zones again. 
Oh, I got it. Oh, and the ball bounced onto Ram Tut? Sweet. Oh, he didn't get it. Damn. <laughs> it, it was still fun. I, I lost one nothing. No, sorry. Two to one. Two to one. Wow, you I think, scored. I think I had a chance to tie it by dodging with the Tomb Guardian, which I made, picking up the ball, which I did, and then throwing to the guy, which he didn't catch it. Nice. But... Boy, I would have been furious if you would have tied me with Tomb Guardians. Oh, yeah, it, Dodging and throwing. Basically, I had to do like a long bomb to a guy who was on the other side of the pitch who could then run his four movement to get away from his guys. And if it would have worked, it would have been glorious. <laughs> but luckily it didn't because that would have just been a bullshit tie. So, so happily taken. So Nuffleween 6 was the final tournament uh, that we are going to run at the Old Wizards location. Sure is. If you've ever come to one of our tournaments, you'll know that Wizards Asylum, while a great store, is not optimally, optimally laid out, whatever. I would say that, you know, we got some jeans in 7th grade, and now we're in 11th grade. <laughs> and, you know, they kind of fit in 9th grade, and you could squeeze into them in 10th grade, but... They don't fit anymore. It's almost like going from the jeans to the prom tux. Yeah. Because the new place, it's going to be off the highway in Norman, so much easier to get well, to. Well, we say that. We, we're meaning not directly right off the highway, but it's no. only like a mile. It's very easy, and it's not like going through the college campus no, to get to the current it's, location. I mean, it's it's a block off the highway. If right. that. Yeah. And right by a mall, so that'll be awesome. And it is one giant location, which is double the size of all the rooms put together. That is correct. Maybe more. So if you've been to Wizards now, you know that it's kind of like three smaller locations with doorways created to make all the rooms kind of one, or at least an entryway to each room. As he's expanded, he's taken over the shops next to him. And this new location is just one big giant room. It's going to be amazing. It's going to have fresh paint, brand new floors, brand new bathrooms, lots of so much room display area for like you can see into the store. So Oklahoma Bowl, if you were there or if you saw pictures, oh. we we're very cramped. We had fifty-four right. people. Fifty-six. Fifty-six. I can never remember. Okay. So we had fifty-six people. If we had any more people, we would have been in trouble. Or playing on the comic books or something terrible. Which we were doing. Right. Um, So the new store, we we could break 120 people with no issue. I assume so. So we, I guess we'll get to that in the next segment. Sure. I just wanted to bring this up because, you know, Nuffleween, it's just weird saying that that store is not going to be around because I I remember that store... Opening up actually and going over there before I even knew Brian and I remember yeah. buying Pokemon cards for my little brothers when they were Pokemon just came out and they were hard to find. So it's just gonna be weird. I remember going there way before I knew you or Brian and mm-hmm. didn't realize it was a quote unquote new store at the time. Hmm. Just thought it was always there. So yeah, it's kind of weird that uh enough wins the last tournament and it ended the Scar series and it's almost like it's like a the end of an era. It is. I guess it is. So, 
But before we do that, let's who, go ahead and talk about the Nuffleween Awards. That's what I was going to talk okay. about. Who put the end? Who's the characters, the main characters, in the end of that story? I'm trying to make it sound more interesting. It's us. Oh, okay. We're the main story. Oh, we're the main story? These are side characters. Oh, okay. Good, because I didn't win an award and neither did you. So these people don't really matter. Without us, they weren't, wouldn't be there. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, back of the pack went to Rod LaBelle. Stunty Cump went to Joe Roberts. Best Sportsman went to Donna Holloway. She played her first NAF game, NAF yeah. tournament. She's been to a few, but she didn't play, so... That's kind of cool. Yeah. She was very upset that Jennifer didn't go. <laughs> so she was the only girl there. But um, Fan favorite went to Dustin Parsons. Most brutal went to Joe Smith. He can thank me for that since I gave him five of those. Pretty much, yeah. I'm surprised it wasn't a tie. Like everybody who played Scott except the last <laughs> guy. Uh, best defense went to Tim Har. Best offense went to Dean Piper. We had some good coaches there at this tournament. Oh, yeah. Um, Delzine Cup went to Kendall Bowser, former Chaos Cup champion or reigning Chaos Cup reigning, champion. Yeah. Uh, second place was Michael Lewis. And the champion, I believe it's his first championship ever, Ryan Smith. Might be. So I, I think it is. I think it's his first tournament championship. We also had a dice box that was donated by Dog Mike Games. Yes. And who ended up winning that? I believe that went to Joe Smith. Okay. Do I have that written down somewhere? I don't here? think so. Yeah. I believe he's the one who. It was a very Smith-heavy tournament. And they're not related. Okay. I just... Aren't we all related? Well, at some point, I guess so. Yeah. But not anytime soon. <laughs> no. I, was... I, th <laughs> I think they play in this exact same area. Yeah. So I thought maybe they were like brothers or something. They're not. I was told they're not, but maybe the person who told me doesn't know. Maybe they are, but they don't know it. Oh. Could be a family secret. Maybe they both took on their wives' and maiden names. They changed their names, so they married into the Smith family. Could be. Is that called calling? No, it's a not, we're not getting into that. What is it called when you take the wife's name? Weird. Weird. Okay. But that's just your prerogative. I didn't say it was weird. You did. I mean, it's just, it's culturally odd. Okay. It is more prone. So you're to, saying Joe Smith and Ryan Smith are culturally odd for taking be. their wives' names. If they did. But that's not cul cold. Cul I can't even say that word. No. No, C H A U L K. Culk holding? What? Isn't that Culk? That you put around your bathroom? C-A-U-L-K? Yeah, that's what I meant. Caulking? Yeah. Yes, it's caulking. <laughs> okay. Oh, Off boy. the rails indeed. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. Should we end this? Um, yes, we should. Unless you want to talk about scars here. No, we'll save it for next time. Okay. Next we're going to save it for next time. We're going to be uh, done with this name exchange and come back with some... Tournaments past and future. And now, tournaments past and future. That's pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah. That was, for you, I mean, that was good. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs>
Get a little Barry Horowitz pat on my own back here. Nice. <sighs> yeah. So, as you alluded to, uh, let's go ahead and start with SCARS. The Southern Central Memorial Regional Series completed by this tournament, Nuffleween. Right. And we've shown a lot of growth since the beginning. Is that correct? First year, we had six tournaments. Okay. Second year, we had eight tournaments. This year, we had 16. Holy moly. 16 tournaments in 11 months because there's nothing in December. And there was at least two or three that could have been, but weren't. Because they, mm, inf- they didn't get information in in time. I got gotcha. you. Um, or they, they just didn't want to be. I got gotcha. you. Um, so the champion was Michael Lewis, who not only went to the most tournaments, he placed very highly in a lot of tournaments. Consistency. The person who took second was Kendall Bowser, and third went to Dean Piper. All right. The actual second place overall getter took the is also the stunty leader, so he took stunty because you're not allowed to take two two awards. awards because that's the Scott Prime rule. That who, is the Scott Prime who rule. did that the year before. Mm-hmm. So, so we who, tried to spread it along. So who maybe finished like fourth overall? So it was Tim Har. I was mentioning. Oh, he he finished second. Yeah, and he had 24. He he blew away the competition because he. Did so well. At, I'm trying to get to the point where you mentioned my name. Scott Delsine came in fifth overall. Yeah. Fourth, if we take out Tim. Okay, I'll take that. Out of how many people? Like 118? Overall, we had, yeah, I think 118, 116, one of the two. So what I'm hearing is if you need maybe Blood Bowl advice or how to build your teams or how to play better or how to avoid Talk playing. Talk to Michael Lewis. <laughs> you can talk to me. It would be interesting to go back and see how weighted everything is. Well, probably the tournaments with the most attendance are weighted heavier. Well, well, yeah, I'm saying um, maybe you did better because you didn't go to as many tournaments. But you finished higher in your overall. Like, I wonder what the... Like a per capita, per tournament type deal. I just wonder who had the best, highest records. Hmm. But it doesn't matter. That's not what it's about. Right. So. It's there to get people to go to more tournaments. I think it's been very successful. It really has. I wonder if 2018 will bring on more tournaments. Very well could. Could become a problem. Um, yeah. In a good way. It, definitely in a good way. The fact that w- nobody's able to make the last two years. Well, I mean, nobody made even close to every tournament this year. Michael huh. missed four, I think. Wow. That's but pretty That's pretty good. It's hard to hit every single one when it goes from... Our region uh, is pretty big. <laughs> She's super big. I mean, if you go from Austin to... What was Nebraska. the first? Nebraska. That's, that's a 10-hour or more trip. Easily. So... Yeah, you're just not going to cover them all. No, not at all. And then Nebraska guys, the same thing. Even yeah. they come to Oklahoma. so. But it did really well. Uh, it was a very fun time. So, Nuffleween also had another distinction. That's right. It was the 25th tournament ran by the Both Down crew. So, if you're out there and you're like, well, we don't have enough tournaments around where I am, start doing tournaments. 
Yes, we've said this before. It sounds ridiculous. It sounds like we're giving ourselves props. And in some ways, yeah, maybe, but not like in a bad way. It's just it's just true. We ran tournaments. We decided to do it as a tandem. I know if you go look in the NAFs, now that the NAF is showing stats and stuff, it shows that like I ran 15 tournaments and you ran 10. But that's not really the case. No, I mean, it's... I mean, Steve's probably inputted more tournaments than I have for sure, and he's always played, always volunteered to be odd man out. Yeah. But we run them together, and I think that's a good thing. Did and you- I highly, highly suggest it if you in, in your area find somebody that you can get, get along with enough for when they give you bad feedback. This kickoff table is not going to work. These rules aren't going to work. Mm-hmm. Let's change this, and you guys can play off it, of each other. And you guys can help each other out, and you both can work the computer. You can both, one person can distract people by doing drawings where the other one inputs things. Yeah. One guy doesn't mind presenting awards all the time. If you can get that combo, it's very helpful. And yes, if you want tournaments in your area, start running them. So we pulled off some stats to kind of celebrate. I don't know. We thought this these stats were kind of interesting. We've ran 25 tournaments. The total attendance for all 25 tournaments combined was right at 500 people. That's pretty awesome because we double-checked. We're like, there's no way this is right. That's right. I mean, we found an error, and then we went back. It was 501, which I thought was weird, and then it was 500. We double-checked this. That's 20 people per tournament. That's pretty awesome. That's an average. I mean, obviously. Our biggest... Which we've mentioned many times. Was last year's Oklahoma Bowl, or this year's, right. was 56 people. And our smallest. Was six people. I won that one. And that's the one Steve won. It counts. <laughs> it does count. I <laughs> I was mad that you won it because you beat me to do it. <laughs> so they all count. And that just shows you that when we did the six-man tournament three years ago, we didn't give up. We didn't. You know, get butt hurt about it. We didn't whine about it. We no, just went on. That one was also an odd situation because it was trying to get new people. And we did it specifically to get, I think, three guys who ended up not showing up. That's true. But those three guys now are playing in the store league. Mm-hmm. So in the long term, it worked out. Yeah. Yeah, that was an odd tournament. But still, we didn't get upset or anything when we only had six people. We had... I mean, let's look at the stats here. We have one, but two... Of the 500 people, we have 120 unique players. That's pretty incredible, too. Yeah. So it, it's not the same 15 people every no. time. It's a lot of people, and there's a lot of people. There's some Canadians. There's some people up north. You know, Brian, too. Yeah. Tons of people from all over the, the United States come, come the, to our tournaments. The northest we've had is Canada, obviously. Right. The most west, California. Right. Zoot Suit Jeff and Dennis Bolin. Who's the furthest furthest east? Furthest east? It's got to be Pat, right? From Florida? Yeah, I guess it would be. Pat Wynn? Yeah, Pat. I mean, there might be somebody else. I always think of that as south, but yeah, that's east. It's also east. Northeast, what extreme? Maybe Indiana? Could be. We need to get... Anybody from New York or Pennsylvania or <laughs> Jersey or any of your, I don't know, Virginia people? I think there are people Is in Rich Virginia. Is Rich Heffron the most north, maybe? 
Oh, no, because the, well, can- the Canadian people. Yeah. So, anyways, but, yeah. that's pretty awesome. It's so a I, very nice spread. I was really happy to see 120 unique players. Yeah. And like I said, don't get in- discouraged by having six people. We had, I think, five tournaments where we only had eight people. But yeah. we still had a great time. It happens. You know, so get out there, run tournaments, have fun, find out what you did wrong. If you ran a crazy rule set, change it. Um, so out of the 25 tournaments, we had 17 people win events. So that means we had some people win multiple championships right. through the tournaments that we ran. And I even made a list of those people. Of course, everybody knows if you pay attention to the podcast or listen to us, have bounties on him. Brian, too, has won three Oklahoma Bowls and a Spiky Cup. He is the most championships of all the tournaments that we ran. Mr. Brian, too. By a wide margin. By, <laughs> by a double, I mean. Right. And then we have uh, five guys, um, I guess you could say, tied for second. Yeah. Six, yeah, five guys. I kind of put these in order based on like tournament attendance that they've won. Uh, Will Oliver won two tournaments. Matt uh, McDonough won two tournaments. Uh, Mike Carpenter won two tournaments. Scott Delsine, Scott Prime, two tournaments. And Roger Oman, two tournaments. And then uh, followed up with um, this list of uh, a whole bunch of people who's won one tournament. Tim Walker, who won the biggest tournament we've held. At um, 56, then we have uh, Chance Kirchhoff, Tim Har, Charles Darren, who won the very first Oklahoma Bowl, and we've never seen him since. <laughs> not, not a hair. Uh, Paul Wright, uh, Ryan Smith, Adam Brennan, Brad Wells, Joe Roberts, John Spurgeon, and then Steve Campbell, who won the lowest amount attended tournament we it's have. It's still a win. <laughs> no, it still counts. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, I wish I had that too, in addition to the other ones I have, so I could... So I won three. It just shows that I don't win my own tournaments that I run. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> Out of 25 tournaments that we've ran, we've ran, won three of them. <laughs> and I don't really even know how we did that. Cause... Well, mine had six people. That's right. That's, that's the way to do that. <laughs> so, I had Skaven. So you're saying run tournaments with six people to mm-hmm. win tournaments. Okay. The less number of people and the more tournaments you run, the more championships you can get. Okay. I mean, it's just a... That's true. What so, did you know? So what we want... We don't want any bad Oklahoma Bowl next year. We want, no, like... No, let's not do that. <laughs> Brian, too, is not allowed. No, we need... We and need, we need six of our closest friends. No. No, we need everybody to show up. As many people as possible. So there you go, folks. There's some inside the numbers. What about the races, though? Oh. Oh. I forgot I had this piece of paper right Oh, another piece of paper. That's right. So... Out of, obviously, all the races have been played. Yeah, definitely. Next year, probably some new races will get played at our tournaments. I'm assuming we're going to allow corn and Bretonians in some of our tournaments because you love them and you voted for them. We might for Nuffleween, maybe. See, he loves them. But it was not, they're not allowed for Spikey or Oklahoma. Okay. Why is that? You don't want them? Because we don't want to mess with them. Okay. That's fair enough. Um, so, we've had every race, obviously, represented at our tournaments. Even Slon has won tournaments, or Keyslive, by Brian 2. But, 
we've had 13 unique races win tournaments. Out which of the is, 24. Out of 24 is pretty cool, actually. And out of 25 tournaments. Yeah. So it's more than half each way. Right. Um, leading the way is Dwarf and Lizardmen. They both have four. To be fair, the Dwarf tournaments, I think Dwarves won our first three tournaments. Um, Oklahoma Bowl, Nuffleween, and then Oklahoma Bowl 2. Oklahoma Bowl, Nuffleween 1, Nuffleween 2, and then just this last weekend at Nuffleween 6. So three Hmm. of the four came in that first year. Yeah. So kind of interesting. Yeah. Nobody, none of us knew how to play dwarves like against dwarves, I guess. No, not all. Although the coaches, Adam Brennan, Paul Wright, and Charles were pretty good coaches too. So, anyways, dwarves, lizardmen, four tournament wins each. Chaos dwarf, three tournaments. Two of those, Brian two. Um, two of those, Brian two. One of those, Tim Har. Uh, so that means all of them are Oklahoma. No. Two Oklahoma oh, Bowls and Tim Harris is at Spiky Cup. Uh, orcs have also won three times. Never at Oklahoma Bowl. I find that weird. It's not that good of a team. What, Orcs? Yeah. Matt McDonough's pretty dang good with Orcs. Well, so. that he is. That's true. Um, oh, yeah. He had two, didn't he? Yeah, he won back-to-back with Spiky Cup one and two. That's right. And then Mike Carpenter got the other one at Critter Bowl uh, four. Then for... We had High Elves win two tournaments. Those were with uh, me at Critter Bowl, first Critter Bowl, and then I believe it was Brad Wells at Critter Bowl 2. So we kind of got some interesting kind of history in some ways, you know, with Chaos Dwarf winning back-to-back Oklahoma Bowl 2 and 3. Yeah. High Elves winning back-to-back Critter Bowl 1 and 2. Orcs winning Spiky Cup 1 and 2. Dwarves winning Nuffleween 1 and 2. <laughs> Just... Kind of interesting to Legacies. Me. Yeah, it's kind of neat to have. Is, I guess what I'm kind of getting at. Uh, Undead has won two tournaments for us. Uh, that was Mark, Mike Carpenter for Nuffleween 5 and Joe Roberts at um, the one we did this summer, Spiky 5.5, which means they came fairly recently. I thought maybe at one of the bigger events, the Undead might have rose to the occasion. But I'm pumped. We had uh, Amazons, Chaos, Dark Elves, Kimri, Necro, Skaven, and Slan round out the other races with one tournament. One tournament each. Right. So, pretty interesting. So, what I challenge people to do is take the other 11 races that haven't won tournaments and only play them in Oklahoma and Spiky and let's crown some new champions. Now, how cool would it goblins, be for us to run tournaments and have all 24 races represented cool. as tournament champions? Goblins went undefeated at Oklahoma Bowl. That is true. Lost by own points. And you barely lost with Ogres at Spiky Cup. I finished third. Yeah, but you were in the championship game. I was in the championship game. I got destroyed against Matt. But yes, I was in the championship game. <laughs> well, you had game. a chance. I mean, yeah, I, I did have a chance. And then Halflings, I don't think they've ever even come close. Not to my knowledge. Hmm. But it's still pretty cool. 13 different races. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the one Skaven is from you. You did that. Yeah. Good job, buddy. There was six people at that tournament. <laughs> there was. <laughs> what are you griping about? And I think that was the tournament where we didn't have any extra skills. We had mutations. Everybody got a random mutation every round. Did we? From the warp stone. Oh. I think we got two, actually. 
I there was some it... random thing with mutations. Okay. And you only got the skills that came with your team. Okay. And I was really infuriated with you because you dove into a cage, I believe with a rat ogre, and it shouldn't have worked. <laughs> and you rolled like a, something ridiculous, yeah. and it really ticked me off. And you pushed my guy out of bounds with your frenzy. Yeah. And I wanted to throw you into the wall. That I remember what happened. <laughs> I remember what happened. I remember. Some days I think of myself as the guy in Can't Buy Me Love. You know, the, the friend of the main star? No. You don't remember the movie Can't Buy Me Love? I remember that movie. I remember him on a lawnmower with the girl. Okay. That's as much as I remember so he, about that movie. So he saved up his lawn mowing money to mm-hmm. pay the girl who needed money the popular girl to get out of a bad situation to fake being his girlfriend to make him popular. Did she need an abortion? No. Oh, okay. It wasn't even that. I think she spilled wine on her mom's dress or something. Which was code in the 80s for abortion. abortion. Right. Okay. It's all a big cover up. Yeah. <laughs> she needed an abortion. And his other nerd friend, which I think was a redhead, in the science club, once he became popular, he went with the jocks, and they would go throw bags of poo and light them on fire and throw them on people's houses. Okay. And he did that to his friend, and his friend caught him and let him go, even though he was mad at him. Do You you don't remember the scene I'm talking about where <laughs> no. like he goes, talks to him after the girl breaks up with him and reveals that he's been paying for her services this whole time, and then he goes to the arcade and finds his friend, and the friend grabs him. He's like, just talk to me. Just talk to me. He grabs him and he goes, you shit on my house. <laughs> and he holds him really close and grips him. And he kind of like pushes him against the wall. He goes, you shit on my house. And he just walks away. That's what I kind of wanted to do. To I sometimes feel I want to do that to people <laughs> in Blood Bowl. When they jump into a cage when they shouldn't. I'm pretty sure I probably had no other alternative. I know that, and that's why I hate playing you. Because Brian, too, wouldn't have said, (laughs) I got a one out of six chance. I'll just do this. He would have based everybody else with my cage, and then I would have rolled bad, and he still would have won the game. But no, you (laughs) do it with a six. And I want to grab you and get tough with you and say, you shit on my house, man. There you go. So did they kiss? No, they didn't. Did you throw him up against the wall? No, they didn't, but there was some real love there. Yeah. Like, you betrayed me. Because he shit on his house. Right. Yeah. He, it was a big bag of poo. That seems fair. God, that was a good movie. I think. Yeah, I remember it being a good movie. I just don't remember much of it. I can't believe that. You should watch that. <laughs> I remember more of License to Drive. I don't remember that at all. Remember uh, the main thing <laughs> that the girl's name is a Porsche. So is Porsche. So at the end, the guy's father gives him the car keys to the caddy. He goes, I don't need the caddy. I got a Porsche. And she drives up. Oh. Yeah, it was lame. That's cute. There you go, folks. 80s 19, movies. Um, recommendation would be Science Project. My Science Project. That's a fun one. That's the one with Chet? No, that's Weird Science. My Science Project. Guy go is making a science project, so he goes to the junkyard, finds an alien craft, takes out the engine, hooks it up to something. He creates a dimensional rift at the school, doesn't realize it. So all these dinosaurs and cavemen and stuff start pouring through and he's got to make his way to the high school to turn it off. I don't think I remember this one. Yeah, I really liked it. It was fun. Huh. All right. 
Well, that's this has nothing to do with tournaments. That's about our twenty-five tournaments that we have uh, <laughs> ran <laughs> in the last six years. So that's the past. Uh, currently, we are starting the registering for Oklahoma Bowl and Spiky Cup six. That is correct. The website is being worked on, but you can go in there and register. And you probably want to register as soon as possible. We haven't exactly figured out what you're getting. Steve's going to do something special for like the first 20 people or something that register. You'll at least be getting extra tickets for drawings. So without going over the rules, because we'll do that in a future episode, I've listened to the people who've complained about the crazy weather in Oklahoma, even though that's what we have all the time. And I'm going to abandon the crazy weather this year. If? If we get over 50 people. I wrote it into the fluff. I said, like, if they can afford the to erect a dome over the stadium, right. then they will. Because Oklahoma Bowl last year was very successful, had over 50 people. They got quite a bit of money, but they can't build a whole dome. Mm-hmm. But if they get enough people, they can finish the dome, and you guys can play with normal weather for the first time at Oklahoma Bowl 7. It's Which- also a big deal because it's the first time that spiky is also spiky seven. Yeah. It's now just Oklahoma Bowl weekend. It sure is. So makes things a lot easier. There you go, folks. Now if we get seventy five people, it does the dome become permanent. <laughs> no. For at least next year. <laughs> sure. Okay. Sure. We get seventy five people. I will make it permanent for the next year. How about that? What if we get a hundred people? Oh, uh, fine. Fine. I'll I'll bite. I will say <laughs> it's always perfect weather from here on out. Okay. Look at that. There you go. We just need a hundred people now. <laughs> yeah. If we get a hundred people up, you can shave me too. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to shave your junk. Like, shave your face? I didn't necessarily mean my junk, but yeah. shave your face? Hundred people, sure. Oh my god. I might pay people to come in there. That would be worth it. Steve without they would a have beard? to sign up, so you'd be paying a lot of money. I know, but it's for both tournaments. What do you mean both tournaments? You just now changed the rules. Okay, fine. Oklahoma Bowl only. Okay. If we get 100 people, I'm fine. (laughs) That'd be crazy. I have no issue with that. (laughs) Golly, I'd like to shave you clean. Ba-boom-boom. Okie doke. (laughs) Getting creepy. As we mentioned... That could be a drawing. Could be. Somebody could just shave your head. It's not going to be. As we mentioned... This is going to be the first one at the new place. It's going to be February 24th and 25th. That's correct. New store should be opening early January, but we're going to officially do the grand opening on President's Day weekend in February. So it'll be right around that time. It'll be a nice yeah. event at the new sh- new location. Um, As we said, there's the a date ton of been, room. You know, with the date moved up, we'll see how that goes too. So Ton of room, ton of parking. Don't need to worry about any of that. Well, that's true. Trying to work a deal with the hotels for getting a discount, but... Good luck with that. Yeah, you know, most of the places are... This one hotel gave me a rate. And they're like, oh, well, you're doing that many rooms? Well, we can give you this rate. And I went to look on the website. It was 50 cents more than if I booked it myself. <laughs> well, that's a great deal. And they replied to me, like, how is this even a deal? This is not a deal. This is the opposite of a deal. And they never replied back. Hmm. So yay for that. That's okay. But the, all the hotels are right by there. Well, now if you want to have a hotel and more, 
off the highway. You can just zip on down. Because if you've ever been to my house, would. going to the store is about a 30-minute drive. It's 12 minutes now from my house. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome. And that's if you don't speed. Yeah, I didn't even speed. So, yeah. so that means I'm going to probably make it about eight minutes. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else on tournaments, past and future? Uh, scarsevents.com. You can go there to look at the scars stuff. If you'd like to be part of scars next year, you have to send an email to scarsevents at gmail.com. I will be updating the rules. Hopefully some additional rules. I'm not sure what yet. I think. want to the... say there was more. Oh, our tournament that we were doing in April has been pushed back to May. Did we want to go ahead and give spoilers now? Sure. So the idea, real quick, and I'll just try to sum it up really quick because it's not... It's like 99.9% finalized. It's basically finalized. We just need to get stuff set in stone. Uh, we're doing the Chimera Challenge Cup or Chimera Cup. Chimera Cup. It is, as you could guess, it's um, a three-headed kind of crazy tournament. Not really crazy. There's going to be three divisions based off um, some stats we found through the NAF website of how teams fared in, like, tiers. So we're going to take the 24 teams. We're going to break them up in exactly the way that the, the tournament... The tiers are, or how am I saying this? The rankings. Right. Show them. Show them. So it's going to be the top eight teams are going to be one tier. The next eight teams are another tier. And the bottom eight teams are going to be a tier. And what you're going to do is you're going to find two people to be on your team. And we're going to have three-man teams. This will be the first time that we've ever tried running a team tournament. So we will see how it goes. Obviously, people have already asked. Yes, if you cannot find other people to play with you, can you still play? Yes, there'll be. We'll have some people who will be there to help. We'll put people together on teams, or we will, you know, f- find you spots. To we'll do, figure it out. We'll figure it out so you can fill in. So what what's going to happen? For example, if it's me, Steve, and Brian two on a team, Steve maybe wants to play goblins, so he's in tier three, and then I really want to play chaos so i'm gonna play in tier two and then brian two wants to play undead and he's in the top tier we will sit down as a group hopefully and we will play i'll play other people from tier two brian two will play people from tier one and steve will always play people from tier three so our squad would match up with another squad and then a plays a b plays b c plays c and that's how it will be for four games it's going to be held at meta games in Unlimited in Springfield, Missouri. Yep. Uh, very nice facility. So we are gonna we're doing this in tandem with Three Die Block. So hopefully they'll start talking about it too. And so it's a uh, two podcasts coming together to try to run a kind of a team tournament event that we've always kind of wanted to do, anyways. Yeah, it's halfway between us and Three Die Block, so it just allows us a chance to get together and goof off. Yeah, I mean we've talked about it now enough that we finally just said let's just do it and if we succeed great and if we fail great we're going to learn from it either way yeah um it's going to be may 12th i think the awards are going to be mainly team centric awards yeah it'll first be place you know first, first second, second third. third for squads and then top place in each division right a b and c so should be a fun event 
if you have friends in the area, not in the area, you want to travel in, it's going to be in May. Yep. So that's what we can give you now. And, you know, if you really need the divisions, we can figure that out and tell you what they are, the teams. We'll hopefully have more information soon. Right. So we're just trying to cross a few T's and dot a few I's before all that's out there. But we've teased it enough that we're hoping that it'd be done by now. Yeah. And so there you go. Camara Cup. Now that it's out there, we have to make sure to get stuff done. <laughs> right. We're actually <laughs> making we're sure behind. Drew and Chance also are now committed since we just told everybody that they're part of it. Right. <laughs> well, now if they ever put out a podcast. What's that? Podcast? If, yeah, I know. <laughs> There's new ones from England all the time. Yeah. Anyways, Yay. we'll talk about that <laughs> in some shout outs. Time for everyone's favorite part of the podcast. Let's go ahead and just do this. Get out of the way. Okay. So, who would you like to shout out first? Uh, fine. Uh, first, we'll go ahead and give a shout out to Jeffro. Uh, he's actually wanting to get a shout out to his tournament. <coughs> he's running his first ever tournament, Winter Wizards Bowl, at Grognard Games in Illinois Ooh. on January thirteenth. Is he making beer? I don't know. Contact him. Tell him what type of beer you want. I'm sure he'd... I don't know if he could have beer at that place. I can't, it's hard to believe Jeffro's only now running his first tournament. I know. I would have thought he'd done one before. I mean, he's run the leagues on Fumble. He's been a commissioner there. Yeah, but now that he's not doing that, maybe it freed up time. It's very cool. Congratulations, Jeffro. Good luck. So for more information, go to grognardgames.com or email him at coachjeffro at gmail.com. That's Coach, J-E-F-F-R-O, at Gmail. I would like to give a shout-out to a wonderful gentleman who I've probably talked about before on the podcast, Shane Confer, I believe is his name, if okay. I'm pronouncing it right. If you remember right, I put out the... Beg. Not really challenge, more <laughs> like a, a beg. Please paint one of my miniatures if you'd like. And this guy answered the call. He said that he would... Take my Glart Smash Rip Senior, and he would, you know, put it together, prime it, paint it, and I did it. I sent it to him. He sent it back. He didn't just get a free miniature, and I've never seen him again, and it looks amazing. <laughs> it does. And it looks amazing, and I cannot wait to play some Underworld and in a build where I can get him on there so I can waddle his fat butt around. Could have put pictures up on the website. We can. We sure. can take a picture. Sure. And um, those eyes are awesome. So Shane is wanting to start his own like little painting business. What? He did this for a plug. Well, that's fine. I don't blame him. So anybody else <laughs> anybody there, else wants a plug? <laughs> we got plenty of stuff for you to paint. Anyways, uh, Shane <laughs> is uh, starting his own little painting business. You can find him on Facebook at Crimson Path Studio and on Instagram at Crimson underscore path underscore studio as well. Um, you can contact him through either one of those. He's very good to talk to through email. He responds very quick. Um, just tell him exactly what you're wanting. Since, to be honest with you, I got a free miniature painted. I don't know his, his costs, but I bet it's well worth it. Yeah. And I probably should contact him and find out his costs. Because I have other things that <laughs> if he can put them together That's a for an thing. additional cost, it's probably worth it. Because 
yeah, everything is, is really awesome. And I'll try to get, I, I should do it, but I'll probably get Steve to take some <laughs> pictures and put it up on the website or on the Facebook page. Um, just let him, just let him know what you want. I'm sure he would do teams as long, as well as individual miniatures and stuff like that. So highly recommended. Yeah, the face and the details on the face are just incredible. Yeah, and if it was crap, we tell you it's <clears throat> crap, but it's not crap. No, it it's is not. really good. It's not crap, and I paid for some pretty good paint jobs, <laughs> and if it was the same cost, I would definitely go through him. Oh, yeah. No so, and I've actually paid for some really bad paint jobs, mm-hmm. and while I might not talk about them on the podcast, if you pull me aside at tournaments, I'll tell you. Where not to get your paint <laughs> stuff painted from, <laughs> or how to make sure they paint them correctly, <laughs> or, or or yes, or the gimmick to get make sure that they don't do it uh, the sloppy way. So, so th- thank you, Shane, very much. Uh, my kids love it too. They want to play with it as a toy, and I won't let them. So <laughs> smart. Uh, my my children approved. Uh, next shout out goes to Ed Markle from Florida. Uh, He's been listening for a while, big fan. He bought some stuff from the store, and he was talking about something that we should probably be doing more, which is getting back in shape. And he's cutting out soda and trying to get back into shape. He's trying to do the two-fit for life? Yeah. We really dropped the ball on that. Well, so let me tell you my struggles. I went back to try to start running about three weeks ago. Like right after the last podcast, mm-hmm. and I started to run, which was fine. I knew I'd be kind of out of breath. I could handle that. And then my knee was kind of popping. And instead of being a 43-year-old man who's not the thinnest, not the fattest, but not the thinnest, right. and just kind of walk and go, okay, you haven't done this in a few weeks. Just relax. I did the opposite. I became 16 and said... <laughs> You're not going to let a little pain hurt you, Chubby. Power through it. You got to power through this thing. So I kept running through a half mile of this. And by the end of it, I was heavily hobbling myself. So I looked like a old rocking chair running. And then I decided at that point, maybe I should walk the rest of it. And then I got this huge pain in the back of my knee and then in the front of my knee. And it was making this like clicking noise. And... I went back another time to try to run through it because I was still stubborn and a fool at 43. And then I realized I need to let it heal. So I went back a few times and walked only. And then it was still swelling up. And then I took off about 10 days and I went back yesterday and I ran with success. Good. Now I didn't push myself this time. So I ran and then I walked, and then I ran, and then I walked, and I ran, and I walked, and I'm planning on doing the same thing tomorrow. So we'll see if we can get back on it. But, yes, we need to get back on it. Yeah. I have been trying to cut out the soda, and then I get the headaches, and I don't want to go to work. So then I get a soda, and I feel better. It's the weirdest thing. When I get sick, I really crave a soda. Oh, yeah. Why is that? You too? So it's just not me? It's the coldness and the numbingness of it. I don't know. Or it's probably just childhood. The whole idea of, you know, Maybe if you so. didn't feel good, mom would give you a soda. Because she was just trying to make you feel better yeah. anyway. I don't know, but like, yeah, those two days I was sick, it was like, I want a Pepsi, really cold, and I want to sleep. Leave me alone. Yeah, there's something about a cold soda that just 
We, probably the same thing about cold beer. If we drank beer. Maybe so. Water just doesn't do it. <laughs> um, since we're talking about this, Jason Webster is also getting back on the uh, to be fit for life train. And um, yeah, we all really need to be better. And so. before you do any major stuff, see a doctor. Make sure you're doing it right. Don't power through stuff. Just power through it. That's how you just power yourself. through it. What's the worst that can happen? You can just hobble for a couple weeks. That's true. Let's see. Uh, we've got Jeremy Hagen from South Dakota who mentioned that he might start a tournament up there. And we were talking about a series in that area. So he wants to take over the series in that area? I don't think that's what he said. I think he wants to start the Rushmore Classic. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, Rushmore. And they have a guy named Dante Rushmore, and he's like this crazy human commissioner guy who's just, he just does things before he can think about it. So he always is messing up. So he's like kind of like the, the silly professor, but he's like gung-ho about Blood Bowl. Dante Rushmore, let's run some tournaments. And then he just has crazy kickoff tables and stuff. So I just made up stuff. There you go. There you go, Jeremy. You're, you're welcome to use that. Ah, I love helping the community. <laughs> A uh, big shout out to Matt Baker of Chesterfield, who is a, a new listener. He's been enjoying it, and he's actually going to be donating a signed comic book for Oklahoma Bowl. Now, from Nick Kime. Is it? Oh, okay. So yeah. I say you better tell everybody Sorry. what kind of comic. Yeah, new one. It's Spider Man. You know, eight hundred and fifty-one no, signed, Blood signed Bowl by the inker. Okay, that'd be cool though. <laughs> Stupid uh, tracers. Tracers. Boy, that's <laughs> not true. Um, also, shout out to the people at Dog Mike Games for giving away, sending us the giveaway for the awesome little lantern, jack o' lantern um, dice case. Everybody loved that at Nuffleween. Um, you know, most everybody was pissed off that they did not get it, but <laughs> yeah. one guy was very happy and um, he said that's the perfect size for him to carry all his dice to tournaments now. So we're going to try to get some more giveaway stuff from them. So if anyone would like to, feel free to contact them or go to dogmitegames.com and let them know that they should you know, participate in donating. It is high quality or, stuff. Oh, man, their stuff is great. And it does cost a pretty penny. Not but as bad as I've seen. It's not Wormwood. No, it's not Wormwood. I'm just saying don't look at it and go like, oh, that's not super cheap. I don't want it. The quality is amazing. Yeah, I bought the box out of my own money, the one that I have the yeah. first time. And when I first bought it, I'm like, well, this is kind of a luxury, but it's kind of cool. I'll just Oh, you it, love that thing. I love the thing. I use it everywhere. It, I can put everything in it. It just works perfect. Right. So if you're thinking about buying anything, just let them know that we sent you, and hopefully that'll help. Also, anybody else out there who wants to donate items for Oklahoma Bowl with Spiky Cup, let us know. Yeah, we'll take them. Uh, we will be having giveaways out the wazoo as normal, I'm sure. We plan on having two sets of Blood Bowl with painted teams to give away. So one set with a fully painted human team, one set with a fully painted orc team. I think I should get one of those since... I believe we're doing that. I need some painted teams. Um... We will be having some, for the first time, we're going to be doing a raffle for charity. Dustin Parsons is being nice enough to donate some of his teams, or a couple of his teams, I think, for a raffle. Yeah, we should have a lot of stuff up there. So uh, so that will go to a children's charity of some sort. We'll oh, that's right. He wants to do it for a, yeah. a special cause. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, we need to get on that and we'll find out exactly out what one. it is. And so if you have any recommendations of good children's charities. There was charities. talk about even opening that up to anybody, not just people sure. at Oklahoma Bowl. Giving it away at Oklahoma Bowl, but a listener that's in Guam or, you know, Saudi no, Arabia. Only Guam. No. Only people from Guam are and, eligible. And Saudi Arabia. Fine. Guam and Saudi Arabia, only those people. <laughs> or, you know. Norway, they Not, could participate in this drawing. I guess. Fine. Okay, so those three places. Or anywhere else. Or anywhere else. Uh, if we Except are North able Korea. to do that, we will put a, a link on the website and we'll tweet about it and make sure everyone knows. Do you think people play Blood Bowl in North Korea? No. Not one? I mean, you probably wouldn't play because Kim, no. Kim Jong-un is the best player ever. I'm sure he plays. He's never but he doesn't been. have to. He doesn't have to play to win. He just wins. Right. Yeah. He's won as soon as he starts. He's Lord of the Sixes. <laughs> He's the <laughs> Nuffle. He is. He is the the living embodiment of Nuffle. Uh, see, uh, last shout out. We already mentioned John Peterson. His dungeon bowl pitch. That's really cool. Uh, last one I have is Brian L sent in an email about team names and how he names his players. He said, um, I recently started listening to the podcast. I've enjoyed uh, all your episodes so far. He's a big fan, a big GW fanboy since 99, but never did pick up Blood Bowl, and now he is. Um, he wanted to find out, of course, if his team was both down approved. He told us his name was the Bofin, Bogan hy, hy, Hyphen. I can't even say that right. Bogan Hyphen Bruisers, which is in the old world, a human. Like colony city, okay. So that fits very well. Uh, they're a merchant human port. Um, so he went into that. Uh, he went into the team colors, all good fluff. And then he was like, coming up with team names. He said, um, "I know you guys don't like a team where they just have a first name, or that they have have no thought put into them yet." He said, "But my method to my madness is uh, is uh, he starts with just like a first name." And then as the player goes on, they earn it. So like maybe one guy kills a you know gets a bunch of casualties, and then at that point he's known as you know Felix the Slaughterer or something like right. that. So he nicknames him kind of as he goes, which is you know kind of what I do with the the Blackhearts. You know my Chaos Pack team is you know once they get that first skill, I I then progress them into a name and go from there. So. But yeah, he was going through and he told us his team names and and you know how he alters them if the player does something spectacular on the pitch and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe some guy throws three long bombs and now he's known as Long Bomb Harrison or something, you know. So it was very neat, it was very fluffy. Um he even has a player named Louis the Fish. Um he's never thrown a successful block, he said at all. So he's always getting the both down, both down or the defender down result. I mean, okay. or the attacker down result. So he's always on his back. So that's why he's a fish. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I got that because we used to when I wrestled. Yeah, we always would talk about other people like, oh, that guy's just a fish because he's always on his back. What if it's a wrestling thing? I don't know. Hmm. So why wouldn't he be turtle? I don't. I don't know. Because he's laying there like a dead fish. I guess. Okay. You, now you made me think about it. It made so much sense <laughs> until you just said that. But anyways, a very nice email from Brian. And we've got a lot of emails lately, so we appreciate that yeah. from folks too. So Feel free to email us. We always answer them. Eventually. We still haven't figured out what to do with Ricardo. 
Um, <laughs> I'm not worried about it. No, it I know. It will come. But the best ideas are to those who patiently wait and come up with the right one for the right time. Right. Not so. the ones who go off handle. Well, I don't know. Maybe those guys work too. But I think that wraps up the episode, buddy. Unless you have something else you'd like to say. I have nothing. And I did not shit on your house. <sighs> yes, you did. Did not. Every time you jump into a cage needing a six and you make it. Which <laughs> seems to happen more than I remember. No, I, I try it. I, I, Especially in a tournament. Who cares if your guy dies? You have to. See? Don't play Steve. You think you got him? There's no way he'll do this. He's going to do it. He doesn't care. He's not afraid of a six. I blew a couple people's minds dodging with the <laughs> lizards in that one chaos cup. Like, what are you doing? I'm dodging with the lizard. What? But it's only a 33% chance of success. Yeah, but that's a 33% chance of... I mean, that's not bad. It's not... What? Hey. <laughs> Good times. Play Blood Bowl like Steve Campbell, not Brian too. <laughs> not well. <laughs> Just expect to lose a lot. All right, folks. We will see you next month. Thank you for listening to Both Down 75. I can't believe we're at 75. Yeah, like three quarters. Three quarters of what? Just anything. Three quarters. 75 cents. Oh, I got you. Yeah. We're three quarters. That's all I got. That's enough to buy a comic book in 1984. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty awesome. All right, folks. We'll okay, talk to you out. later. Bye. You can follow Both Down on Twitter at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you want to know if your team name is Both Down approved, send a tweet to at BD approved. If you'd like to email them, the email address is bothdownpodcast at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown. You could at least acknowledge my existence. I think this is easy for me. No, I was an asshole to you and to thousands of others. Kenneth, Kenneth, it's you I gotta straighten this out with. <laughs> you shit on my house, man. No. You shit on my house! You shit on my house, man. I know.